Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Thank you for joining us today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I was telling Mary before we started, Mary Fitzgerald from Selling Sunset, the new obsession. Do you feel like everyone's watching the show now? I think it, it has blown up since season one. I think we had a lot of fans, but season two, I don't know what happened. It just it seems like everybody caught on. I think the COVID thing had a lot to do with it. Everyone was sitting at home needing something new to watch. And now we're just getting such great feedback. Yeah, it couldn't have been launched at a better time. <laughs> like I was thinking about it today when I was talking, I was telling you my whole family is obsessed with you. I, I told them I was going to interview you and everyone's like, I love Mary. I love Mary. And I was like, wow, like all of you watch this show. I was told about this show for my followers. They were like, you have to watch, you have to watch. And you're right. It did start like during being quarantined and looking for a new show. And then I was like, wait, there's already season two. Like, why wasn't I on this? And then from the responses, it seemed like there was a lot of discovery of the show season two. And then obviously we went back and binged one. But it's interesting that you felt that too. I think it's probably five times more popular. I mean, I don't know. Netflix never gives us statistics or numbers or anything, but just the response that we've all received and the amount of hype that there is about the show, I think it's uh, it's done a lot better than, than season one. And I think everyone's going to love season three. It just keeps getting better and better. We, <laughs> we forget what happened um, because it's, you know, a while ago. And even when we watched it back about a week before it started, Chriselle, Jason, and I got on the phone. We're like, oh, my God, that was juicy. We're like, we forgot. Like, all this stuff happened at the same time. And uh, I think I think everyone's going to love season three. Because I'll tell you what, like, I know people that watch Million Dollar Listing, right? And, like, personally, I'm not, like, a real estate buff. So, like, I want the drama and, like, a little bit of pretty houses. You know what I mean? 
and yeah. other people, <laughs> some people that love, you know, the million dollar listing and, and shows like that, like they want to see more of the business side. And I feel like selling sunset has the perfect amount of like, you feel like you kind of get a vibe. I'm sure everyone watching it is like, why didn't I go into, you know, luxury real estate? <laughs> we, I did get so many messages about that, um, where we've inspired them to go into real estate. What are tips? So I'm going to have to do some posts whenever I find the time about what to do. And it's not, there's a lot more to it than what you see on the show. It's not, you know, you can't get your license and go out and just sell a $5 million house right away. You barely even know how to fill out an offer right? when you get your license. So you have to like, I think be mentor, build up, get your clientele and really establish. Yeah. You can't just jump right into it. There's a lot that goes on. You have to have a mentor system and the most amazing field, a career I could ever imagine. It's hard work. It's not a nine to five job. Like I was up to 1am last night and then up again at 6am trying to get things done. Otherwise you lose deals and lose opportunities. So if, it, if it's someone that wants their weekends off, it's not for you. If it's someone that wants, you know, I mean, you can schedule your own, you have your own schedule, but your schedule is basically your client schedule. Right. Uh, so when you have multiple clients, you're just like all over the place. That's insane. You were, cause I saw you went, you went to college. Bell State. Bell State. So did you know then you were into like real estate or did you study something else? No, I studied radiology. It was like allied health sciences. I worked mm. in in the ER basically and, and, and surgery. And, you know, it was fun, but it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for you. I need to be out in the world and interacting with people. So standing in a surgery room, all like, you know, sterile environment and, and just standing there for hours. That's why it's, you know, when we go to college at such a young age, I feel like we don't actually know like who we are yet. Exactly. So we choose something and we pay a gazillion dollars and then, and then you're like, which is what my son's doing right now. <laughs> oh no. What is he studying? Oh yeah. He's uh, oh, a biochem. Well, maybe he'll be a biochemist. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what the plan was. Um, but right now he's just figuring it out. I think I came to the decision before he did that you're, you're not really into this, are you? Um, <laughs> because he just kept going along, but not like, didn't have a passion for it. So I was like, even if you have to switch right now, you didn't know going into it. Now, you know, figure out what you want to do and go for it. It's fine. We've all done it. Everyone has changed their careers. Everyone's gone to college and doesn't use, or a lot of people don't use what they went to college for. It's not that big of a deal, but just make sure you find something. <laughs> So what age did you fall into real estate and how, if you can tell me a little bit about that? 2008, I was in, going into junior high school and I didn't have to be school classes, school moms and all those different things. Starting that age, they're off with their friends and stuff anyway. And so I decided to get my license and it was the worst timing in the world to get it because it's when the market crashed. Right. But I did great. I loved it. And I just knew I wanted to because I would want to move every year. And even like leasing an apartment or something, I would I would want to move just because I love the process of searching for a new place and going in, looking at them, finding the one. And I was spending a fortune and it was not good for my son to, to like move every year. I mean, we don't move school districts, but um, I just wanted 
to see new places and wanted that whole process. So that's what I did. Um, got my license and decided to make money at it for other people instead of uprooting my life every year. <laughs> Wait, so was this always in LA or did you do it in New York? I saw that you lived too, though. Articles come out saying I did it in London and I did it in New York. But I think that assume that because I, I worked for the Candy Brothers in London, it was the Project One Hyde Park that they were involved in. Oh, yes. And I was working with them Oh, like with that project and with clients that were coming in um, to buy them. Well, it sounds it sounds fancy. All of their really high end clients. It's like Mary from New York to London to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I've, I've lived in like different places and they're all cool. I love both both cities. L.A. is my home. L.A. is your home. I've been here for almost 20 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. First of all, you look amazing. You look amazing. Like you guys just try to like under, she has a 21 year old, 21 year old. Your son is 21, 23, 23 now. He's 23 now. I know yeah. I'm going by the show still. <laughs> I'm going by like season one, yeah. you know, since when have you been with the Oppenheim group? Six years, maybe six years, six years. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that and how, I mean, we all know from the show that you and Jason were together. Dated. Dated, yeah. which came up is so weird now because I feel like it came up randomly in one of the episodes. You know what I mean? It wasn't like episode one, season yeah. one, we get to know the background. Okay, this person did that. I remember one of the episodes, it was like, oh yeah, they were together. Oh yeah, they own a dog. And I was like, pause, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we said it like that because that's, that's just how we are. That's our life. We, we forget that we used to date. People ask us about it or because of the show, you know, they, they dive into it. When Chriselle came, she was new. And so she didn't know mm. the whole backstory. But for us, this was a long time ago. Yeah, we dated. We lived together. Uh, we have dogs together. Um, but that's just our life. It's just normal for us. So we don't think about talking about it. We're just like best friends. How long were you together for? Like a year, something like that. Um, we were living together for about four months somewhere around there. And then we just kept dating um, on and off. Like he, he knew he couldn't commit. And so we stopped living together, but then we were still so close. We have a really special connection. And so we kept trying to date and it just was not working. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not the kind of girl to, to like share someone I care about. And so I would see him like with another girl and I'm like, I can't handle this. This is not happening. We, we're just friends now. That's it. <laughs> I can't do this. And plus you're yeah. working together at the same time. So that adds like more. Yeah. We're, how were people in the office like feeling about it? Because I mean, I know now they call you the favorite and, and everything like that. So I'm assuming then it was yeah. like crazier. No, because what they don't focus on in this show um, is Nicole is also, she's one of my absolute best friends. She's the one that I asked to officiate our wedding. Um, that's Jason's ex-girlfriend before me. <laughs> oh, and so, <laughs> yeah. And so she's married now. Um, and she was dating or engaged or dating the guy at the time. Like when Jason and I started dating, I was actually very nervous to meet her. Um, because I heard she get, you know, she's a tough one. And, 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 but we like loved each other from the start. Uh, we were at a friend's house and out on the balcony and people thought we were, we were arguing because we're like, and they're talking and they couldn't hear what we were saying. And they came up, they're like, is everything okay? We're like, oh my God, she's awesome. I love her. And, and so we've just been good friends. She's an agent at the office too. She's just not on the show. 
doesn't have many girlfriends. He's only had like maybe four in his life, like actual girlfriends that he's very serious about. And then the other one also works with us. <laughs> she, um, she starts, she's like, she works there now too, but we love her. Same thing happened. He said he's, you know, started dating someone and Nicole and I are both like, oh, great. Okay. Um, and then we meet her and we're like, she's a keeper. And it's like all the girls he's serious about, they're good. And they stay in our group. I mean, we remain, all remain very good friends afterwards, even, even when they break up. That's amazing. <laughs> First of all, he has a pattern. Relationship maturity. Yeah. I mean, he has a pattern of like mixing business with pleasure sort of, but I guess when your business is your life, then, you know, it kind of is bound to mix. So, I mean, it's amazing that you have a, a mature relationship like that. I know you're not going to like uh, tell me you agree with me right now, but from my hunch and when I like psychoanalyze him, I'm like, Mary is like, I feel like the one that he would, like you can tell again, <laughs> even though he didn't go into it and in, like confessionals and stuff, like that he loves you as a person a lot and cares about you so much and that, he probably really has like deep commitment issues. And even though he loved you a lot, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. Do you think he ever will? I don't know. Not for a while. He's focused on work and, and he likes, he's set in his ways. He likes his, his space. And I, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of the same way. Um, so we understand each other very, very well, but he likes his space and he, you know, he just needs, his alone time. So I think after a certain point, um, he can't be in relationships because he doesn't want someone just always there and, and like telling him what to do or where he can go, where he can't go. He's like, no, I, I, I do what I want <laughs> in the nicest way, but he just doesn't want people controlling him. I mean, listen, it's a choice. I don't know. Maybe when he gets older, he'll want that, but he, He's changing little by little. He's starting to want it more. I don't. I still don't think he's capable of it quite yet. But he, I can see him starting to want it more. And is his brother like the same exact way? Worse. <laughs> worse. But I. I mean, he's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> Jason at least will try to commit. Like he'll 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 at least try for a couple months and then be like, oh dang, I can't do it. Yeah. And then Brett can't. He won't even. He won't even try. He's like. I don't know, like a week of, of seeing someone on and off, like maybe two times one week. He's like, oh, that's way too much for me. I can't. Oh my he, God. I mean, he will not have a girlfriend. He will not. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm having flashbacks now of like him and he, him and Heather were like kind of close, like in this weird friendshipy slash. <laughs> they joke around about it a lot, but um, there's nothing there. Happened with them. Nothing would. Heather's madly in love with Tarek. Tarek, um, yeah. But no, there's nothing there. But they just have like I think like a little flirtation and and fun with it. But no, that that would and couldn't ever go anywhere. <laughs> so speaking of that, and like I was saying, I wanted to get into it because like a lot of people are like, yeah, Mary, she's the favorite. Like she like. Some some of the girls were like, you know, saying that you get certain listings, maybe. I think it's so funny. Well, like that they say that and they all of them are saying it and making such a big deal about this. And I'm like, either I get less because I have my own things going on. Like everything you guys told, those are all my listings. My clients, they didn't give, didn't give me anything. On occasion, he will bring me on to things, though. If he doesn't have time or won't get along with the client, he thinks I would get along with them better. Mm. Um, he knows he can trust me. I'm always working. Um, but I mean, some of the other girls, what, what are you going to do? They're out traveling. 
Mm. He's not going to give it to give something to someone or even, or even think about it if he can't rely on them staying home and being there and working all day, every day. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you were saying, it's not like the way it seems obviously in so many ways, but also like, you know, when we saw on the show, Christine went away for like months on end, like all of us over here are like, did she take PTO? <laughs> it was like six months for like for a girl. It was it was crazy, but I mean, she looked like she had so much fun and and you know in a new relationship. But don't complain about not getting um, listings handed over to you or sharing a listing with them if you're not even in the country. Right. So like we all know ba- the basics of real estate is that it's based on commission. So obviously, like you said, if you work, you're going to mm-hmm. make money. If you don't. But like, again, like you're part of an office. So are you guys more like freelancers? Like you don't have to come to the office every day? Or how is it that everyone's traveling galore? We've got our own schedule. Um, We work as much as we want or don't work if we don't want. But you're not going to retain clients or get new clients if you're Mm. if you're not working and hustling. So we don't have to go in the office. But I work from home a lot, especially during COVID and stuff. If, If we're not filming, I get more done at home because I don't have people yapping around me. I just get more done. So, and I don't have to get ready in the morning, which I love. I know. <laughs> if I don't have showings, I'll just sit and work from home. So I'm like, I'm chilling today and just working here. I'm not putting on makeup. I might not even have to shower if I don't want to. So <laughs> I know that's the other thing when I watched the show. I mean, obviously you guys are getting probably a little bit more dressed up when there are cameras, but I was just like, when I was doing my, like, I should have been a real estate agent. I was like, um, couldn't wear heels like that every day. Um, couldn't look that amazing every day. But yeah, it's it's a it's a lot keeping up. It's a lot of keeping up, and all these clients they're like multi multi people. So you you have to look like your best all the time. Yeah, most of the time, most of the time we do, and it, and I think it depends too. I I change the way I dress depending on where I'm at, what listing I'm at, what client I'm showing. Some people in the hills, they're so laid back. They they would almost get like weirded out if you came like really super dressed up. Like, cause it, it can be more trendy. If I'm in the flats of Beverly Hills or in, or in Bel Air, like in certain areas, I need to be more conservative. I have a jacket over top. Don't have my boobs hanging out or anything, you know, it's, um, I try to feel out the situation to see what's appropriate. And then the other clients they are like, why are you in heels right now? Take them off. You have, you have sandals in your car, put them on. And like, they get mad. They're like, you don't have to dress up for me, girl. And so it just depends. It depends. Other people think you're not professional if you're not dressed up. Right. So. Well, so yeah. I know we're talking, case by case basis. we're talking about Jason and I need to ask about the longest hug in the history of hugs that happened. It was not that long. Okay. That's where, that's where editing and perception of this, because I think it was Christine or someone said, Oh my God, like 20 minutes or something. I'm like, if you watch the hug on there, that's literally how long it was. It was like a hug. And then, and like the camera sees us from one angle and another angle, and he hugged me. It was maybe ten seconds. Yeah. It was not. I know. It was not. No, it I seems. mean, it was a longer hug because he was trying to calm me down. It was like ten seconds, twenty. Talk. Yeah. It was. It was a moment. It was definitely a moment. I started dying laughing when I saw that. I was like, "Oh my god! Of course, like it. It, it looks like this." And she's like, 20 minutes early," but. What are you going to do? We do hug all the time. All the time. So, and I mean, for people that watch the show, they probably know this, but obviously dated really good friends. still work together. 
Uh, you asked him to be in your wedding. You had your engagement dinner at his house. He stood and cried at your wedding, which was so cute. Like I said, like, it's so obvious that he loves oh. you. How does Romaine, uh, Mary's husband, feel about all this in real life and also watching it back? Totally fine about it. They, they are such good friends. We get in an argument. He runs over. He's like, I'm going to Jason's. And, and like, he goes over and, and like, they will talk. Uh, and like, we all hang out all the time. Um, we go on vacations together. They're really, really good friends. Really good friends. And so he, there's no jealousy whatsoever because I think when Romaine, um, when he and I first met, he could already see the dynamic that we were friends. It's not like Jason came back in the picture as right. my ex-boyfriend like, and he didn't know. He knew before we even started dating that this is my good friend. Yeah, we used to date, but he could see the dynamic before we had an emotional connection with each other. So, True. and then they became friends too. And he just knows Jason. He would never in a million years hurt one of his friends. He would never do that to me or do that to Romaine. And he knows I would never do that. Romaine knows I would never do it either. So he doesn't worry about it at all. He probably gets though, like annoying comments on social media and shit like that though, right? I feel like that, even if you're so secure, can like trigger like, if people are saying about the hug and like, because I get it, you're totally right. It's all about how you come into the relationship. Like you and Jason have something established and then it's like the guy that you're starting to see already knows it and he can't really, he has to accept yeah. it or, or be upset about it. Well, he's grateful. I mean, it's, it's like the polar opposite of just dealing with it. He's so grateful. They, they became his family. And so he feels, he truly feels like he gained two brothers. Wow. We've got like a really close knit group um, outside of what you guys see on the show too. I mean, Jason and Brett and, and one of the other agents, Alice, there's, there's a, like maybe, I don't know, eight of us. Then we hang out nonstop. We're like a family. And so people don't get to see all of us on there, but it's, um, it's pretty fun. So Romaine just feels blessed. So we're not seeing everything on the show. How did the show come to be? Like, was it, was it Jason and, and Brett's idea? How did people know? Like there's this chic no. boutique agency. It's Adam DeVillo. He is the one, he saw a photo of our team and I don't know, some magazine. It was like a Hollywood reporter or something like that. It was just like a real estate ad or like um, picture. And he was like, this cannot be real. He's like, there's like a bunch of supermodels like all on this thing. And so he looked us up. He's like, oh my God, they're real. And um, asked to come talk about, and I did because he's always loved real estate, he said, and, and has never done that. And just thought if, if we all have personalities, then it's something he would consider doing. And so he came in, met with us and Jason and Brett, they, they were not, they didn't think we were going to do it. They actually turned down a couple of other people um, before because they didn't, think it, it vibed with our, our brokerage and what the image they want to portray. They gave him a chance. He did a sizzle reel, pitched it, and Netflix eventually picked it up. That's so crazy. Adam DeVillo, that's what everyone told me when I started watching. They're like, of course you like it. It's the same guy who did, you know, The Hills and, and um, Laguna, Beach. Laguna Beach. So he knows how to like yeah. make it like sizzly he he is a genius his vision is crazy like the camera angles and the quality of stuff it just and the music that that they put into it i was like he just like makes this masterpiece and we're like it didn't i mean how can you make it sitting at our desk look glamorous we're like we're just sitting there working how does that look glamorous but he does he's he's a genius he's 
He's so nice. So cool. We're lucky to be able to work with him. Before I watched it, I, I heard from a few people. They're like, you know, it may seem a little scripted and stuff like that, but like, you'll definitely like it. And then I watched it. And I was like, it doesn't seem scripted at all to me. Like I like it definitely seems uh-uh. like right. Like, I mean, I mean, not that you right, it's not scripted. It, it's not at all. I wish it were sometimes. Um, because you can't take back like what you think because in a moment heather and i were talking about this the other day like if we once we watch back we're like oh why didn't we see it like this why didn't we Mm. like but in a moment you're just living your life and someone catches you off guard and you're just kind of like what just happened and and it's not the reaction or you don't say what you wish you would have said and and it's not just you like the two people that are in the room it's like the world gets to see you say something that you wish you could take back or that you wish you would have said more um, or yeah. defended yourself more or something like that. And it's Netflix. So it's, it's a big audience, you know, it's not, it's, it's not a worldwide, worldwide, yeah. you know, I'm a big Bravo fan. I don't know if you watch any Bravo shows. I don't even have normal TV. Uh, I only stream. I, I don't have enough time to watch. So TV. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I love Bravo shows and Bravo has like their own cult of followers and people that love the housewives and everything like that. But it will never amount to what, you know, Netflix is because like you said, it's worldwide. So your right. exposure is freaking huge but so about that like you're saying you can never take back things that uh i mean you can't take back things that you said you wish you said differently but i mean like i said everyone that i know loves you and i feel like you came off i mean i'm, I'm sure it's who you are but no one could ever say anything negative about you i mean your <laughs> your thing on the show like do is it a hundred percent love and like positive feedback that you're getting is what i assume but or do you feel like it's not I would say 99% just very positive comments, which I'm, I'm so grateful for yeah. because it's just, I guilt myself. I, I, I always thought the Catholic guilt because I was raised Catholic and stuff. And, and I'm so hard on myself and, and I expect so much of myself that if anything happens, like I see myself even like, um, like lose it at Heather's brokers open. I'm like, that is so, that's so unprofessional. Why would I do that? And they didn't show the backstory of why I was just like, I can't do this. Because uh, I, I ended up having handwritten table numbers at my wedding because I left getting, um, going to get the printing to come be there to support her open house. Production was like, listen, she's having a broker's open. We'd really love for you to be here. To, you know, show support. Everyone else is here. And so I was like, I can't. And and so I went ahead and I came, which I'm not done up at all. And I was like, I'm just trying to run around two days before my wedding. And, and so I get there and then Christine starts in on me and I was just like, hold it together. And then I just like went off like I normally never would. I mean, A, you were two days before your wait. You were two days before your wedding and like what bride isn't going crazy. Two, let's not yeah. forget you like showed a house the day of your wedding while you freaking had like rollers in your hair or something. So, and I sold it. Oh, you sold it that day. I shouldn't give that away. I think people know already, but um, I shouldn't give it away yet. You'll see what happens on, on season. Oh my God. So, I mean, that just shows like what a freaking workaholic you are. And also I can only imagine like that gave you more adrenaline the day of the wedding, but but it's insane to be scheduling that while you're in the wedding robe. I was like, Oh my God. I wanted to talk about Christine. 
your guys's friendship at the beginning, like I'm the hugest fan of like friendships that don't seem like they make sense because the people seem so different. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Like, so at the beginning when yeah. you guys were, you know, walking your dogs and, and we got the vibe from both of you that you're like sisters, you lived together before all this stuff. And I was like, okay, Christina's is like, even visually, she's like huge and, you know, so tall and, and yeah. bigger than life and very big feature and sort of, I'm here and you're like smaller yeah. and, and sweeter. And so I was like, oh, like, I love that this works, that Christine has this like bitchy vixen attitude and you like balance her out. So I could see it working. And then something really, really shifted. And I, I was talking to people about this the other day, which like you can tell how much I love the show. And I was like, but what happened? Because I feel like it happened kind of surrounding your engagement and everything, but like no real reason. Like what is, what, what happened there? I'm still trying to figure it out too, to be honest. Um, but I, th- I think, I thought we were good. Um, and I even asked her, are we okay? I, I'll come down to Cushel. Uh, I think is where most of it came from when, and, and they don't show everything on the show. They have to edit it down um, because it'd be way too long and gone out. But Christine kept trying to defend me. Um, and I was like, I don't need defending. I'm not mad at Chrishell. She asked some questions about Romaine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, Davina lying to her because she knew he worked. She knows that the, the thing that I was not happy about that. Okay. But I'm not mad at Chrishell. And so when she attacked Chrishell, I'm like, this is not Okay. And, and so I think that's where she felt like I betrayed her mm. and, and I going to allow someone to be treated so badly in front of me and, and about me. I was like, this is, this is not all right. I mean, she didn't do anything. I, Trishel's the biggest sweetheart. And so I, and then it just carried on. I tried to talk to Christine about it afterwards and, you know, we had conversations. I thought we were all right. And then we'd even hung out and she said, yeah, yeah, we're good. And so when she, when she left, she said she started dating this guy and, and she left and went away and came back engaged and, or I left to France and came back and she was engaged. And I was like, what is happening right now? I was like, I, I have no idea what's going on. And then, and then we ended up getting in set like in an argument and figured out that, that she was really hurt about, about the thing with, with Chriselle, I mm-hmm. guess. And then, and then I didn't ask her how she got engaged or something. and and. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I need to know that you got engaged to ask you about how it happened. <laughs> I was like, I mean, and also it's not like new for her. It's not like she's been engaged a bunch of times. No, she's been engaged a couple of times. I'm, I'm no one to talk. I've right. I was going to say, I was going to say, I can't, I can't put anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be kind of a hypocrite if I did. Because <laughs> I was going to say there was a difference between, I mean, a little bit between, you know, the first time it ever happens and then maybe settling down in the future. I mean, you didn't make a huge deal about your engagement. I told everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and everybody else knew. And, and she, like, she didn't tell me. It, it, and it'd been a while. She'd like been... I, I don't know. It's just weird how it happened. And I'm still, I've never been mad about it. I just wish I would have known that there was something going on that she had, you know, some harsh feelings or unresolved issues so that we could fix them. She had a thing with Chriselle from the beginning. Like, who's this new bitch? Like, let me vet her. Let me like haze her, whatever. And then defending you, I feel like, which, which like you said, it was kind of exaggeratory because yeah, she did ask, maybe questions in like a gossipy sense. But I mean, there are two aspects to that. A, like 
who doesn't want to like know a little bit of tea and and be you're on a reality show. I mean, look at the all the reality shows. I mean, people ask questions or say, "Did you hear what she said to him?" I mean, it, it's 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 not that big of a deal. And Christine, yeah. on one hand, you can say, "Wow, what an amazing friend," because she was like so gung ho about it. But at the same time, she really humiliated Chriselle at that you know at the pool party. It was hard to to watch. It's not like you were like Christine, shut the fuck up. You were kind of like. You just hugged Chriselle, right? And you were like, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I think I... I mean, I, I can't remember if it was... It's been so long. I yeah. can't remember if it, was, if it was actually in the show or not, but we were sitting here. I think it was Maya and me and Brett, um, and I was hugging Chriselle, and I was like, Christine, enough. Enough. This is too much. I was like, you need to chill. And and a bunch of us were. And this this whole thing happened so much bigger than what the show even even shows really? everyone was just i think shocked i mean we were all just standing or not knowing what to do we're like what is happening they've never gotten along uh, i don't know why they're just two very different people they rub each other the wrong way and i mean no everyone doesn't have to be friends but yeah. i mean you just have to treat each other professionally we work in the same office we work together you have to treat each other with respect at least you don't yeah. have to like each other but just respect and you became really close with Chriselle, right? Like in, in real life. Mm-hmm. And you invited her to the second Bachelorette. <laughs> I didn't invite anybody to that, but <laughs> my sister was coming in town for my wedding. And, and we were planning to do something, but then, but then we ended up doing the other Bachelorette party. Like, so filming and stuff to be there and all the cast to be there. And so we did that one. And then we're like, well, it's stupid to have two. And so Amanda's like, here, your sister's um, in town. She's like, well, I'll just have like a couple people come over. That's no drama. And and we'll just hang out and get drunk. I was like, okay, cool. Well, the last minute, and this was really the day of, she had this girl come in and give us pole dancing lessons. And we, we like just ordered delivery for food and just sat there and, and, you know, drank and, and I actually was the first one to go to bed because I had it showing the next morning because all the guys were in Vegas. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to cover all of their clients and stuff while they were gone. It, it was just a, it really was like a kind of an impromptu kind of thing. So. so did that feel like out of left field? Like I'm trying to understand Christine's motivations a little bit because was there any part of you that felt like yeah. the Chriselle thing was maybe a little bit for show and then this too when you're like not really vibing and she knows it wasn't like a bachelorette like you didn't hop on a jet to to Vegas you did something chill like did it feel like she was kind of over exaggerating things maybe because of of the show or something like that it's possible she's a A big big personality and so and so sometimes I think she does do that um I don't think she's a bad person she just I think sometimes she does that and then it's like what are the people like that you're doing it? You're like supposed to do with that. Then it's like, yeah, yeah, because th- this is real life. It's not a scene. It's not. I mean, we call it a scene, like because of the um, the show and stuff. But it's like our real life. So, so it's just it's hard to. I don't know. It's hard to figure it out. And I just I don't have time, and, and I don't like arguing. And so I just haven't really addressed anything. Um, we haven't really seen each other too much and, and I, I always, I'll always love her. Um, and hopefully we get our relationship back, you know, closer to what it was. But right now it's just, uh, we don't talk too much. That is kind of sad. And 
you know, when 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 Romaine proposed to you, there was that that whole weirdness and, and, you know, whispering going on about like the type of ring. A is has it been is there a diamond now that people want to know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a diamond, wedding bandana diamond. He got me one. I don't know when it was, maybe a year ago, something like that. So when he got you, what what is it even called? Um, Wait tonight. First of all, you are so, I mean, for me watching you, it's like, you know, you're selling these million dollar homes. You're working in this industry and meeting these people that are multi, multi, you know, millionaires. Seems like the rest of your castmates are dating people at that level. Just you come across so humble, like also in your success and like not being showy about that. And, and I mean, we see like your commission. So like, obviously you're doing very well. Um, and second of all, by, yeah. you know, your fiance who isn't billionaire on the show and also you being so down to earth when you, he proposes with not a diamond. Money helps, but it doesn't buy happiness. Uh, like you can have a big hunker on your hand and it does not mean you've got a good man by your side. 100%. And good men are very hard to find. 100%. Um, I would rather have someone that's very loyal, that I can trust, that I truly love instead of something sparkling on my hand. It's just, I want something real. That's really amazing because I think that you're a person that's like that, but then you, your environment didn't change you, which is probably hard to yeah. escape when, 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 I mean, even given your, I was going to say castmates, but your coworkers and castmates reactions, you can tell like the differences that you weren't even focused yeah. on that, like on what type of ring it was. You were focused on the sentiment, which you should have been. Right. Yeah. And they were focused right. on that. I don't know. Maybe it was just my upbringing and being from, I, I was raised in Indiana and then dealing with my son. I mean, having him at such a young age and then I'm older than a lot of the girls and, and I just want different things. I don't know. I've been married before and I know like what I want, what I don't want. And I just don't want to fake it with anybody. I want someone real by my side. That's a rock and that I'm in love with. So if that means, you know, he's not a billionaire, fine. We're both hustlers. Yeah. And and work so hard. He and he honestly people think he has like no money, he's still Patriot stuff. He's not. He um, is a project manager. Um, he came over here as a Patriot stuff, but he's a project manager um, and construction for all of our new listings and any remodels and stuff like that. And so we're gonna start flipping homes and stuff soon. Oh, cool. Yeah, he works at yeah, he started he actually did Jason's house, the one that was now on the show. He was doing his house, just that, um, no one ever focuses on that. They just assume he's still a pastry chef and we don't feel like we have to defend ourselves most of the time. So, <laughs> so we're like, okay, yeah, apparently he's a pastry chef. I don't know. <laughs> so you met because he was coming. He came from, from France for like a trip? No. So he came over. He was coming over to work. He was a pastry chef. He lived in, he's from Paris or outside of Paris um, and worked in Australia for a while, for two years. Um, doing it there, did really well there. And then he got a job offer to come to um, LA mm. to do it. And he did. It didn't really work out with that, but that's how I met him. And so, and the pay over here is not, is not what it is in France. I mean, it's a, it's something that people really, some people aspire to be over there. Mm. And, and here it's like, it's like in the, like in the bakery, it's like right. anybody anybody can do it it's not a specialty and so he was like no this isn't this isn't what I 
what I thought it was going to be. And so, yeah, he got into this and, and he's really good at it. Loves it. He's going to get his CC license and we're going to start flipping home soon. What, what license is that? Uh, GC general contractor. Oh, wow. And you can, so, so that's something that he's, he learned like on the job and he just has to get his, his license for. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he knows a lot. You guys love mixing that business and, and pleasure. I know none of us can get away <laughs> from each other. <laughs> I think mean, I've got my clients calling him there. I've got four new listings and two of them are, um, are like doing some remodels. He's involved in both of them before we list. And then he's doing a couple other. I'm people. so happy that you guys are like, you know, married life is treating you well. Yeah, we're, we're happy. You know, we haven't really got to see each other as much as, as, as a lot of other people that are all quarantined because neither of us have really had to quarantine that much, both our essential businesses. Um, so I think mine was only in quarantine for about two weeks or something, or maybe one week. And then they said we could do it with a uh, mask gloves but are people are people buying homes though like in corona times oh yeah stop oh yeah really i i am the busiest i've ever been i'm like right before this i'm looking up to getting an assistant i am gonna lose business if i don't have people handling my personal life and then and other aspects i'm like uh, i'm swamped that's insane in new york it doesn't feel that way at least from the little that i know because it's been so crazy people are running away from new york you know what i mean it might mean i'm uh, gonna get even busier because we've heard a lot of people say they're thinking of moving from new york out to la now after this whole thing they're like we don't want to be on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, because that's what I mean. From the beginning of quarantine, I've been jealous of of seeing people, you know, not in apartments, but in homes. And, you know, you don't have to take the elevator and ride with a mask and all that shit. But another important thing yeah. I wanted to ask about Romaine is how upset he got with Davina. Because <laughs> justifiable, yeah. like she, like you said, Rochelle yeah. asked, asked a question, but Davina was like kind of talking not nicely about your relationship. She attacked his integrity, um, who he is as a man. And and the ring, I mean, have a ring on your finger before you start putting down right. other people's. Like, you know, he is not cool with that. He does not like he her. Got He's still to this very day. Very adamant. He's, yeah. He is very... A strong, strong opinion about um, that yeah man, and has very strong opinions and and he's stubborn i mean you can't bruise a man's <laughs> ego like that and Mm-mm. expect to to get away with it hey, so he like knew word for word what how did how did he find out like exactly what she said because it seemed like he really when we watched it back oh. we didn't know she kept saying stuff to me personally that chriselle was talking about about him and and so it was I was like, this doesn't seem like mm. her. And so I didn't really believe it. But then, and then we watched and, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's not exactly what I oh. heard happen. No, he, neither of us were mad or upset or anything at the time until we watched season one. And then we were like, okay. It probably feels so weird to be mad in like such retrospect, you know? Cause you're like, it, it's, it's, you're, you watch the show months later and you're like, fuck like I didn't know that and you don't want to be petty but like that shit happened and you have to like confront the person about something (laughs) that happened so long ago I'm not one to really 
like get mad and like yell at somebody about right. something. So, I mean, I don't like it. I understand where he's coming from and, and I will choose to keep that in the back of my head and know who people are and make my decisions going forward. Accordingly. Were you, were you, fr- <laughs> were you closer with her before that happened or were you never that close? No, we were never, we've never really been close, um, but we sat next to each mm. other in the office. So we would talk. I mean, to um, be honest, she lot. seemed from the beginning, I was like, wow, Davina's a pitch. Like she, <laughs> she comes off very, cause you know, if you're on TV, you can be a bitch, but have like a redeeming kind of qualities that make you a yeah. boss bitch or make you a, <laughs> yeah. a like Christine, right. where it's like, she can do stuff, but people still right. love her. Cause she's, you know, it's like, cause she's, she's Christina's like a, has dyna- she's something, you know, different, but with Davina, it yeah. felt like, the only thing that's coming across from her is kind of her, her being not supportive, yeah, her being not supportive of the other women and yeah. her nothing, which I feel bad for her if, you know, if, if she has, you know, other sides who I'm sure that didn't come across, but on the show, it came across right. that way. And then seeing Romaine, you know, dudes usually like to stay out of drama and, and you can kind of tell that Romaine is like that too, but she rubbed him. She attacked his integrity and, and his character as a man. And that is very, very important to him. He's one of like most hardworking, legit, trustworthy, just like guys I've ever, I've ever met, especially at his age. It's like, it's unheard yeah. of. And so that he, he prides himself on that. And so when she directly attacked him, not just to a friend or two, to the world, to where uh, we're like, he got so much hate on social media because of lies that she yeah. said. I don't respond to negativity on our on our sites or anything, hardly ever. But that was one where I would stand mm. up for him. I was like, you can attack me, but do, do not attack him for something that that's not yeah. who he is. So I would actually try to explain it. Um, it's just unfair to him. He would like he came on the show for me and then he gets attacked for something he didn't do. So yeah, it wasn't really fair. So, but I think he earned the love back this season and and people got to see more of who he is. He's, he has a big voice. He's not mute. (laughs) Listen, my husband is foreign too. So in Hebrew, he will speak a lot and be, you know, when some, and the language isn't your first language and you're on TV, it's understandable that you're not going to be chatting up a storm, you know? So I'm the right. first one to, yeah. to understand that. And then when you're nervous too, because we weren't used to cameras, um, like in the first couple of scenes, it, it was so funny. I didn't realize I was that nervous, but I would pick up my glass and my hands going like shaking. And I was like, I didn't even feel nervous, but I just wasn't used to cameras being there. And I wasn't, I wasn't used to thinking about, about stuff and what am I yeah. doing the right way and stuff. And now I just, you know, when you know the cameras are there, don't put your back to it. I mean, Felt but like now, that. now season two got, got so much easier where we just forget they're there. And then season three, which we can freaking wait for. Can you give us any, I mean, we all saw the promo, which is like so exciting. It's so crispy. <laughs> so, can you tell me like what we have to look forward to a little bit in, in season three? You're going to see about every single one of us. We have ups and downs in our personal lives um, in, in relationships. Romaine and I explore. Well, we, we definitely have a couple ups and downs. Um, and then a bunch of amazing, amazing homes. 
That's exciting. That's so yeah. I wait, August what? You get weddings, you get divorces, you get you get everything. Oh, right, Chrishell. <laughs> More weddings. Hmm. I'm so excited. So when when does it come out? August what? August 7th. August 7th, you guys. Mark your calendars for Selling Sunset season three. I can't freaking wait. Mary, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. You're awesome. You're thank awesome. You. I'm sorry for all the technical <laughs> drama. <laughs> so on Instagram, is it Mary Fitzgerald? The Mary Fitzgerald. The Mary Fitzgerald. And do you have Twitter or anything else that you're TikTok? I Are you do, TikTok? But I don't. I have the- no, I I have no idea how to do it, and I'm I am the worst at social media. I do everything from um, from Instagram and put it over mm. to the other ones because I'm like, who has time to, to to do each individual one separately? Well, Instagram is the best anyway, so don't worry about it. I know that I am on on Facebook and Twitter. I don't know my handles, but you guys, Instagram, <laughs> the Mary Fitzgerald, season three of Selling Sunset, August seventh. Legit, can't wait. Mary, thank you so much. You're amazing. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Click on five stars to rate the podcast that you love so much. Do that. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual kiss and smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.